Are you a female entrepreneur of color looking to connect with other badass women like yourself to share stories of challenges and triumphs to inspire and be inspired and to grow together as a community? Well, you're in the right place. Today, we talk about the reality of being the Jill Wild Trades in your business. We cover ways to lean into it while you can, identify roles that you'd like to fill within your team, and encourage you to go from the Jill executing all of the roles the Jill managing your business from a macro level, aka boss bitch CEO perspective. Welcome to Money Talk with Yessie and Tori. We are financial advisors with the mission to change the face of modern wealth by helping female entrepreneurs of color find power in their money. Hey Yessie, how you doing? Hey girl, I'm good. Good. Happy Wednesday, yes. our podcast recording day. Yes. Today, we're going to talk about the reality of being the Jill of all trades in your business. And let's just put that out there right now. Being a Jill of all trades is a skill and often a necessity for entrepreneurs, especially when you're first starting out. And we get it. However, (laughs) it is not a sustainable or fun way to live. You're often working from fight or flight and that cortisol running through your body from all the stress of doing all the things is not sustainable for the long term. But when you're starting your business from scratch, you really have no choice. You are the butcher, the baker, and the candlestick maker. So today, today we'll talk about just the fact of having to do all those things and then also building out your team and what that looks like, how how to start that. As well. Yes. I know when I go back to obviously starting out, I was completely blindsided by all the responsibilities, just what it took to be a business owner. I mean, you go to college and you're kind of being told, okay, this is what you're going to have to do to being told that you're just going to how to be a good student. Right. And that's you know what it's going to take to be a good student because your teacher's telling you what you need to do mm-hmm. to be a good student. So you always have someone telling you what it is that you need to do to be successful in something. Right. Now you jump into this role where no one's really telling you what you need to do, right? And you need to figure it out and then take on all these roles and responsibilities to make things happen, which can become really overwhelming. But again, like Tori said, you really have no choice, right? This goes into, which Tori and I were talking about this, we found this post on I Fund Women on Instagram, and it said, it had Little Miss, right, when they were doing the Miss Independent, yeah, the little cartoons, and it said Little Miss, CEO, website designer, social media manager, product manager, graphic designer, accountant, customer service (laughs) rep, video producer, and the list goes on, right? And this is Little Miss Entrepreneur. Yeah. And we just, and there's a comment on here that says, I feel seen. Yeah. And that's literally how we felt. It's like, yes, and this is what it takes to run a business, which is why it could be really overwhelming. And now I have a question or I'm really going to interview Tori for a bit here (laughs) because we both felt it, like just having to take on all these responsibilities and these roles. But I know you've been able to build your team. At what point did you feel like you reached like, okay, I need to do this for myself, for my business? Yeah, I think it was 2017. So about six years ago now, the most effective use of my time is being in front of clients and 
doing the things that help me to get in front of clients. So whether that is being at a trade show or putting on a seminar, preparing for the seminar, being in meetings with clients and doing research on putting together their plan or like ordering illustrations, things like that. Those are the things that I needed to be doing that I identified really early on that would generate revenue. And I knew that my time shouldn't be spent doing paperwork or spending an hour on one social media post that maybe like my mom and one other person is going to, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So I knew kind of like early on that I needed somebody who was good at those things and who could do those things while I went out to do the other revenue generating stuff. So I had to sit down and really figure out what those roles are. There's operations, Mm -hmm. which right now is what Brandon does. He's the director of operations for our team. He helps a newly made client go from just a prospective client all the way through to a fully onboarded client and helps with servicing as we're continuing to do other pieces of business with a client, depending on what their needs are like as we maintain our relationship. And so he is fully in charge of that now. And we've been working together for five years. And so I feel so blessed to say this, but I have not touched a piece of paperwork myself probably for like five years. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get me wrong. When I first started, I knew everything about paperwork. Mm -hmm. And so like as our technology has changed Mm -hmm. and as we've brought on Brandon, that has kind of changed a little bit. And Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily know everything about (laughs) what it's like now. Hashtag blessed. Yeah. But that was something that I identified early on that I needed help with. And then also five years ago, I also started working with my now husband, Alex, (laughs) and we we're really good partners to start just because we had similar values and similar missions. And he is really good at just like tracking numbers and like business planning. And when I have this big vision of what I want to accomplish for the team, he helps me to execute it. Mm -hmm. He's very detail oriented Mm -hmm. and I'm kind of this big dreamer. Like we're going to do this goal and he helps me execute it. (laughs) So the execution part of it, whether that is planning for a seminar or reaching out to 401k or a 403b that we manage, Mm -hmm. coordinating their financial wellness program, Mm -hmm. things like that, or like prepping for appointments, he helps me with that too. And now Max, our other, our newer client services associate, he helps with, he's going to start taking on Brandon's job a little bit, helping us prepare for meetings doing some of the marketing, queuing up social media posts that we write Mm -hmm. and blog posts and videos that we create and just putting it out there because it's kind of tedious. And so he helps us with that. And then of course you (laughs) are my partner in helping female entrepreneurs of color and getting out there in front of our new target market that we're so passionate about, having someone to bounce ideas off of and strategize like how to get in front of that new target market Mm -hmm. in the most organic and efficient way to begin like making clients and building revenue Mm -hmm. for that part of the business. 
Does that make sense? No, like, yeah, I don't that know if that was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> now, the other thing that I'm really, because, okay, so being in control of your business or owning your business means that you're in control of it, right? Yeah. You are managing it all. There is not one thing you don't know that is happening because you're doing it. Right. Right. So you're in control. So letting go of that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's hard. Yeah. Because right? it's your baby. Like, you're building it. How are you able to do that? To just be like, okay, have peace of mind that someone else is taking care of it. That it is getting taken care of. And your hands don't need to be on mm-hmm. it necessarily. Like, I don't need to touch this piece of paper for it to yeah. get processed. Yeah. You know, I don't need to be in this <laughs> meeting for it to, that your clients are well taken care of. Yeah. Even though you're not there physically present or physically touching it how do you like allow yourself to have that peace yes (laughs) (laughs) I'm super friend (laughs) yes I definitely feel that and it's definitely tough early on when you're so used to doing everything yourself but I think it starts with like a good relationship with the person that you're delegating those tasks to early on and a good training program, just making sure that you are communicating a what the role their role is and what their responsibilities are, what it looks like to be successful in their role. They need to know that and you need to communicate that. Mm -hmm. And then second, once you've set that foundation for them, you just have to remember that your time is best spent for your clients Mm -hmm. with clients or Mm -hmm. helping to bring the best service to your clients and making new clients. So I think, and you can be, you know, you have a full week doing just that, right? So I think just having faith in their role and in their abilities And I guess that starts with hiring the right person right. as well. And trusting that person. Like you have to trust. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think maybe asking the right questions during the interview process. Mm-hmm. I really love to ask qualitative questions. Uh-huh. Like, what do you do for self-care? Like, I don't know if this is right HR-wise, but like, <laughs> like how do you manage stress? What do you like to do in your spare time? And how do you make sure that you take care of yourself? Things like that, where I can kind of get a really good understanding of what it's like to work with them. And they get a good understanding of who you are. Mm -hmm. Because those are not questions that you normally hear from corporate. Yeah. And they're not asking like, take care of yourself. Like, what? (laughs) You know? How are you going to benefit us? So just like you being very mindful of their wellness overall, which is the environment you want to create for yourself. Like you created that for yourself. So you're like welcoming it. It's like, this is what you're going to get step into. Yes. And for them too. Once you welcome somebody onto your team, you want to make sure that you're asking the right questions while you're working together Mm -hmm. also. And just making sure that what they're doing in their role is something that fulfills them mm-hmm. as well. Like, I mean, you can only control right. that so much, but if maybe they're curious about what it's like to be in front of clients mm-hmm. or if maybe their skill set is creating videos and like editing videos and they maybe want to do more of that versus another role, you can kind of, for their personal and professional development, you know, like you're a huge part of that. So, 
just working with them on helping them thrive themselves in complementing the team at the same time, right? Right. It's like you wanting to grow your business, but allowing them to take a step into a role that's also going to allow them to grow. Yes. You know, it's like we're going to grow together. Right. And she doesn't I think everyone's going to want to work for you. (laughs) (laughs) I think also not having a fixed mindset about someone's abilities Mm. as well. Seeing in the future their ability to grow Mm. and not just be like, oh, somebody, I know somebody might say like, oh, I'm not good at writing or something like that. But you're not good at writing yet. You're not going to make quote unquote good at writing right at this moment. Mm -hmm. But there is potential for you to get better. Like Mm -hmm. just repetition, YouTube videos, chat GPT. Yeah. It's like the artificial intelligence thing. And that goes into like when you're asking the question in the interview, it's like, what Mm -hmm. do you do for fun? Or like, what do you do for your own? What makes you happy kind of thing? It's Mm -hmm. like, then you in your mind is like, okay, I know your roles and responsibilities are going to take in, but how do I make this fun and enjoyable for you? Yeah. So you can kind of like combine the two. I mean, that's just like the mindset of a boss bitch CEO. (laughs) (laughs) Like creating the environment that you want to create. And that is the power that you have right and that you as us as business owners you create the environment you have yeah. the ability to create the atmosphere that you wish you had like why did you if some of you have left a corporate job it's like why did you leave right you mm-hmm. left for a reason like what did you like what didn't you like and now you have the ability to create that space and do that so I think that's where we and, and we have insights like you have insight because we you start your business from scratch yeah so you know what it takes so some people are like, why did you get that process? It's like, no, we've missed steps. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we're able to give them some grace because we would give ourselves some grace because we were in those shoes. Mm-hmm. So you're just allowing them to step into a role that you took on and you had and you're able to have that insight. And I think that's powerful. Yes. That's the silver lining of being the Jill of all trades, too, mm-hmm. is in the beginning, you have to be the Jill of all trades. You mm-hmm. have to know like each role and what it's like to do each and every role Mm -hmm. because then later when you're managing a team Mm -hmm. from the perspective of like overseeing all the parts that go into a business then you can have that compassion and grace with your team because you knew you know what it was like to be in those right right I think that's really powerful yeah. I guess now it's like stepping back to like how overwhelming it really is. If you find yourself just overwhelmed because you have to do all the things. And I know I we talked about this even in our previous episode where you have so many things to do. And going back to our calendar, why I like to schedule all the things in my calendar is because I feel like at the end of the day, I still have so many other things to check off. Yeah. It's endless. The list is endless. And you know, that could have done 20 things but there's still other 20 things that I needed to do because there's marketing there's operation there's paperwork there's meetings there's follow-ups there's so many things you need to do you don't have enough time in the day to get all those things done right and you do want to delegate in the beginning let's say we have someone that is overwhelmed and they know they want to delegate but they're on a budget Mm -hmm. right he's like okay I can't hire someone what can they do Yeah, well, one thing that I did was my sister was in college to be a marriage and family therapist. Shout out, Jackie. (laughs) And she was on her winter break and I needed some help just like organizing my leads and writing holiday cards. And 
I asked her to come help me and I did pay her, of course, but that was an affordable way for me to get help with things that needed to be done, but that I shouldn't Mm -hmm. really spend my time doing. Right. So that was one thing that I did early on. And then also like if you have a cousin in college or like somebody else that you know that maybe enjoys like creating TikToks or something like that, you can like reach out to your community and see who is going to want experience. And if you can give them that experience and maybe like a little bit of pay as well. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's a great point. Like you can actually boost up someone's resume. Mm -hmm. Like you're running a business. So you can, you know, give them client service represent or like social media manager. Right. You have someone that's looking to venture into that. You can give them that experience. And you you could be a reference. Yeah. You know, I have been definitely. You want to talk to the owner of the business and that's you, you know, and you could do this for family members, for anyone looking for a side hustle. And yeah. that could also boost up their resume for sure. Yeah. For Alex's brother who was looking for his dream job for about a year, he was also working with us a couple hours a week, just like editing our videos mm-hmm. and posting them and, and all of that. And while he was looking for work, we got really great work done on our videos that would have cost a lot more had we gone to like an actual video producer, mm-hmm. an editor, and he gave us his rate and it was fair. So we paid him, mm-hmm. of course. And so that was like a really effective way of getting content and what we needed from somebody who was who was looking for a job anyway. Mm-hmm. And he ended up getting his dream job a year later as a marketing video producer, like podcast producer. Mm-hmm. So he's in that field mm-hmm. and... I like to think maybe his experience like doing it for us like helped him know what it's like to work with a team and get tasks done, like deliver a final product and all that. So yeah, that was in the experience. You guys gave him that experience, you know, to like work on his craft. Yeah. And you guys are a family man business. I'm telling you that, right? (laughs) And that's what you know what you can do is support each other and help each other. And you know, what do you want to do? And like this is what you're looking to venture into. I can as a business owner, you need a little bit of everything because you know you can have everything done. So I think that's great. I know for me, like just having my siblings like, hey, I need this, or like I'll do the good and pay them a little bit here and there. Yeah. (laughs) And just support each other for sure. I Wanted to also talk about how, look, like at the end of the day, there is a lot that needs to get done. I'm hard on myself sometimes because I'm like, I didn't do everything. I could have done more. Like there's still more to do. I could have done more. Maybe cut your lunch shorter or I shouldn't have socialized this much. Or, you know, sometimes in meetings, at least for me with clients, I'm not just there to just make a recommendation. I take the time to understand their situation and have conversations with them and build a relationship with them. So sometimes, uh, yeah, it's like the meeting could have been 30 minutes, but it went to an hour, you know, mm-hmm. but it's building the relationship. And sometimes they're like, I could have done it shorter or maybe I could have done more work, you know, but it's like, no. At the end of the day, and I go back to this book that I read and it's called The Four Agreements. And I recommend it. I do. Because it's just really helped me just have peace, give myself grace and knowing that as long as I'm trying my best and I do my best, then that's okay. Yes, there's 20 other things I still need to do. But hey, I got 20 things done. 
and I did my best. And something about that is so freeing to just free yourself from the guilt that I know that comes as a business owner and that I could have done more. I could have done more because there's in there's an endless things that you can still do at the end of the day. And I don't know that that just helps me with the trying to build the Joe Ball trades. And look, it's a lot of responsibility. You're doing the work of many, the work of many. Will you spend 30 minutes on and try to do that? Someone spends their whole day doing that. Give yourself grace and just as long as you're trying your best at the end of the day, the other 20 things, you'll tackle them tomorrow. Because guess what? Tomorrow you're going to feel the same way. There's still going to be another 20 other things to do. So the job is endless. But delegating would definitely be the way to go. Yeah. And I think like if you do feel overwhelmed and if you are currently the Jill of all trades in your practice or in your business, Start to write down the list, a list of roles mm-hmm. and responsibilities for each of the things that you're doing, and then maybe make it a goal to find someone to fill in those roles. We know the consequences of, or I guess the uh, realities mm-hmm. of staying a Jill of all trades. There's only so much time in the week. And there will be some things ultimately that you have to push to the back burner and that just don't get done if you continue to do Mm -hmm. all the things in your business. Some quote unquote extras, right, in our business Mm -hmm. that aren't as urgent, but that would increase our visibility or impact as a business owner would be like marketing to your target demographic with your own voice, Mm -hmm. connecting with professionals, working thoroughly on clients' plans, which might have an impact on retention and referrals and income. Those things have a huge impact on just like the service that you're providing. So if you don't have time to do those things, it might impact like the clients that will stick around, Mm -hmm. right? Like you are kind of risking that relationship, right? By not delivering all that you can in that relationship from a professional perspective. And sometimes other consequences of like staying a Jill of all trades and doing all of those duties yourself and all those tasks yourself is that, again, it's exhausting. You spend time doing things that don't excite you as much that could lead to burnout. Like personally, if I were doing paperwork all day, I would not. And you might lose sight of why you've gotten as far as you have. And so just being honest with yourself, being self-aware, analyzing your business from like a bird's eye perspective, what are things that you enjoy, writing down your strengths and your weaknesses and what you want to focus on and what you can delegate. Right. And being okay with letting go of responsibilities and trusting but it comes down to finding someone that you trust obviously this is your baby that you you're creating something from scratch but finding people that you trust whether that's a friend family members just to start off and help you take some of these responsibilities and help you grow your business because in order to grow girl there is no ceo that is doing all the things by themselves okay let's be honest so 
I mean, in order to grow, you're going to need a team, right? But it's okay. As we're starting off, it's how do you do that? And, you know, it's by analyzing your business, take a step back. We're starting out the year right now. So, you know, as you're doing your business planning for the year, see how you can do that. And by doing it budget-friendly, look at your family. If you're like me and you're Latino and you have a bunch of cousins, (laughs) (laughs) you know, you can find help there. Or friends, you know, everyone's looking for if anyone's looking for a side hustle you as a business owner have the capability to offer them a role in your business yeah there are also virtual assistants that can take on small tasks right. that can be done virtually yeah and that might might be a good first step too absolutely and yeah. where ai is going never yeah. know <laughs> yeah <laughs> also i wanted to say one thing i know it is hard sometimes to let certain things go if you're since you're the business owner, Mm -hmm. right? It's your baby. And you might enjoy taking on everything because that might reaffirm to yourself that you are irreplaceable. You're valuable. You're a valuable member of your business, your team. No one could ever tell you that you're not working hard enough. Oh my gosh. And so I'm here with your healthy reframe, okay? (laughs) (laughs) You are inherently valuable aside from your productivity. Mm -hmm. Say that again. Say that again. You are inherently valuable aside from your productivity. So focus on working smart, not just hard. Mm. Time spent does not equal the amount of value that you can provide. Mm. So that's just a word of encouragement. Free therapy right there, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is really good. Oh, my gosh. We could talk about this. I mean, just this is I was really excited to do this because even us brainstorming our blog, which if you haven't read, go back. We talk a little bit more about this as we were talking about it. It's just, you know, it, it hits home. Go to our blog. Thank you all for listening today. I, yeah. We're doing this in person. We're actually yeah. together right now talking to each other. And every episode, we're looking to get better. But yeah. Yeah. So visit our website and follow us on Instagram at Yessie and Tori. And we look forward to connecting with you. Have a great day. Thanks, Jessie. (laughs) Make sure to follow our pod and share this episode with the female entrepreneurs of color in your life. You can find us on Instagram at Yessie and Tori. We are Victoria Sierra and Jessica Lemos, financial advisors with Cetera Investors, located at 605 East Huntington Drive, Suite 203, Monrovia, California, 91016. The views depicted in this material are for information purposes only and are not necessarily those of Cetera investors. They should not be considered specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Neither Cetera investors nor any of its representatives may give legal or tax advice. Cetera investors is a marketing name of Cetera Investment Services. Securities and insurance products are offered through Cetera Investment Services, LLC doing insurance business in California as CFG STC Insurance Agency, LLC. Member of FINRA, SIPC, advisory services are offered through Cetera Investment Advisors, LLC. California Insurance License Number 0L17443, 0I34349.